Are you in a gap about your progress? It's time to start keeping pace with yourself. Stay tuned to learn more. Hi, Shannon Waller here and welcome to Team Success. Today, I want to talk with you about something that has been coming to mind for me for a while. I've mentioned it to a few clients and they found it useful. So now I want to share it with you. And this is the importance of keeping pace with yourself. Now, what the heck do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is I've noticed that people have grown in their capacity, in their capabilities, in their education, in their knowledge, in their skill, in their discernment about what they love to do and what they don't love to do, about what works and what doesn't, but they haven't actually tracked it. They have not kept pace with their new knowledge and their new wisdom. So they're actually operating out of an old version of themselves, which is usually less confident, and less capable. And so then they're a little bit shy about taking on bigger commitments. And as we like to say in our four seeds growth formula, more courage. And I actually think people need a lot less courage than they think they do because I think they're further ahead than they realize. So I want you to try this idea on for size and see if it fits for you. Because I've noticed that when people don't keep pace with themselves. And often, by the way, this is just because we're too darn busy. We're too darn busy getting stuff done, checking off our to-do lists, making things move ahead. All the things that we do as, as busy team members, leaders, parents, spouses, siblings, community members, you name it, we're busy humans. So I think we have often not kept pace with ourselves. And this really hit home for me when I was talking to one of my dear clients. I just love this man. He's so cool. And he was feeling completely behind the eight ball, despite the fact he had probably four times as much pressure as he'd ever had on him in his entire life. And he was feeling like he was failing and falling behind and not successful. And I was like, well, how would you kind of score yourself on everything? He said, oh, I think I'm kind of a B in everything. And I'm like, you're a B in do, 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 do. And I listed off the eight things that he'd mentioned. I think that's incredible. I mean, the fact that you can actually keep that many balls in the air and none of them are actually dropping is humongous. I said, you have done this, you've done this, you've done that. And I know his progress and I know his path because I've worked with him for a long time. I've had the privilege of doing that. And it's like, do you realize how far you've come? No, he had no idea. So I hear people being in the gap. And by the way, he thought he should have been all A's all the time, no matter how many more things got added to his plate. And by the way, his B is everyone else's oh my gosh, everyone else is A. (laughs) He's very high standards, which is one of the things I like about him. So he really was not falling behind, but I share with him this idea about keeping pace with yourself. He said, oh, okay, maybe it's not so bad. I don't think it is. But he was 100% in the gap. And he's not the only one I've had this conversation with about this topic. So I want you to kind of think about, am I in the gap? Am I operating out of an older, less advanced less capable version of myself? Have I really taken a tally about what I've learned, what I know, what I've experienced? Have I really discerned, I was gonna say the lessons that I've gotten, am I able to apply those lessons? Like we're all learning a lot every day, we just don't always stop to reflect on them. So I want you to think about that. And if you're at all in the gap about yourself, so in other words, in coach language, if you're measuring yourself against an ideal of where you think you should be, when you're not there yet, and anyone who is future focused, probably you're very susceptible to this, let me put it that way. If you are looking forward, like how come I'm not there yet? Just pause, 
not saying don't go for it, just give me a second, and turn around and take inventory of all of your progress so far. Take a look at, you know, what experiences do you have that are similar to what you're experiencing right now? What are all the balls you are keeping in the air if you feel like some of them are dropping? What new challenges do you have that you haven't had before that you've got to figure out? And just keep pace with what reality is like. Part of my unique ability statement that I got to work out with my brilliant sister, Julia, is I like to align people's thinking with what's real. And this to me is a very important facet because I don't think people are aligned with what's real right now in their lives. At least least some of the people I talk to who are all, you know, striving, ambitious, creative, collaborative people, but we can fall into the gap so easily. So I want you to align your thinking with what's real in terms of your progress. This is the point. And I want you to kind of catch up with yourself and go, oh, I have this capacity. I have this capability. If I were to look back one, three, five years, six months, these are the things that I have figured out. And this is critical. So in Strategic Coach, we have a brilliant exercise called the positive focus, and you can do it daily, which is a great time to do it. I do it weekly on our weekly planning call. We do it quarterly in the workshops. We can do it yearly. Great time to take an inventory. And you can look at it all aspects of your life. What have you learned about health? What have you learned about your mental energy? What have you learned about projects? What have you learned about what you love to do and what you don't do? What have you learned about teamwork? What have you just learned? What books have you read? (laughs) What have you delved into and explored that you didn't know before? And then take inventory. I mean, if I as I'm talking about this, I'm like, oh my gosh, the number of books I've read or listened to this year, it's crazy. It's a lot. I'm very avid when it comes to books. It sinks in and we just let it kind of soak into ourselves, but then we lose any discernment about it. So I want you to bring those things from being unconsciously competent back to being consciously competent at them. I want you to take inventory of where you are at now. You're not the same person you were six months ago, 12 months ago, two years ago, four years ago eight years ago, 10 years ago, you were a different human. You've evolved. So let's keep pace with that. And when you do, the real benefit is you catch up with yourself. You're like, okay, here's where I'm at. Here's what I know how to do. Here's what I don't yet know how to do. Here's all the experience that I can bring to bear to help me solve my future tasks, my future goals, my future problems. And then there's a little bit more peace. One of my least favorite topics, well, it's one of my least favorite terms, put it that way, is the imposter syndrome. I'm like, really? Really? You've got this. If you're doing it, you're capable. (laughs) This is kind of how I mentally talk to people in my head. And again, I think it's an aspect of people not keeping pace with themselves. If you are doing it and producing results and creating value for people, you are not an imposter. You're good. You've got this. And people sell themselves short. And I don't know if it's because they don't want to fully step into how great they are, how great things are, or if they're worried about being egotistical about it. And if you're focused in your unique ability and creating value, ego kind of shuts up, to be perfectly honest. It's when you don't have the capabilities and you have to rely on something, then that's where I see ego pop in. Ego and unique ability have an inverse relationship. I am very confident and clear about the things at which I am unique, which are two three, maybe three things, and very humble about everything else. Because there's way more things I can't do than the things I can and will do. So that's cool. And I also look for that in other people. I look for where they're confident, and I look for where they're humble. If someone gives me both of those sides of themselves, I know that they have a degree of self-awareness that I respect. You've heard me say this before, but my personal rule, I still only have one, is that I trust people to the degree that I think they know themselves. 
Again, I trust people to the degree that I think they know themselves. Because if they don't know themselves at all, it's a crapshoot. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> and if they do know themselves, I'm like, okay. If someone says I'm not trustworthy, I believe them. If someone says they are trustworthy and they seem to also know where they're they're not strong, then I'll believe that too. It's really interesting. So that's why I'm such a fan of profiles like Clifton Strengths and Y.OS and Disc and Myers Briggs and did I say Colby already? I think I did. All the things because that helps with self awareness. You know how you're put together, and then you can bring more of that to bear for good, and you can help mitigate the risks where it's not so good. So that's a huge part of it. So self-awareness is key, but not just profiles. You also have to keep up with your experience. And so this is a little bit, hopefully, of a pep talk because I want to deal with what's real and I want to deal with what's real about you. And that means you keeping pace with yourself, tracking your gains, tracking your wins, knowing how much more you've learned. And some of that, what you've learned is where you're not successful. Good to know. Don't do that. Go do something that you can win at. Design the games so that you can win, as Dan says, it's your game. But that's self-knowledge. That's a game because now you know more than you did before. So I'll just wrap up by saying one of my favorite expressions of Dan's, Dan Sullivan, is that you can either be on the winning team or the learning team. Because when you're on the winning team, it's when you're achieving whatever you set out to do. If you're on the learning team, it means that you are learning probably what not to do next time or what needs to change. The only time you're losing is when you're not winning or not learning. So I'm asking you to go take a little inventory and learn what is new and novel and interesting about yourself so that you can keep pace. And then you'll have a very realistic sense from the most positive sense of the word about who you are now to be able to embrace your much bigger and better future. So hope this makes sense to you. I'd love to hear your comments or questions. Please let me know at questions at strategiccoach.com. And as always, here's to your team success. Mm-hmm.